you know, there's all these stories about, you know, guys over in Macedonia who are running these fake news sites. Number 24 is Content Farms in Macedonia. Bidiki ako se napravi greška, tak je bide kobna. Nema vrakinja nazad. So, Europe need to, to remain more sexypil lady in the world. Ajde, majkata! Gospode, čuva Macedonija in izvinite gregi. Macedonia's celebration of 32 years of independence has just concluded, though judging by the congratulatory notes on various social media platforms from the government of Macedonia and USMC, you could be forgiven for asking what country was celebrating its independence, as neither of them said anything about Macedonia. Nor, for that matter, did they dare to use the quote N-word, unquote. Having said that, we are pleased to see the pushback, at least on Twitter, or uh, X, that Macedonians gave U.S. Ambassador Aguilar. In the meantime, there is a scandal brewing with the oncology clinic, and even the public, long used to corruption in the state-run healthcare system, are shocked and outraged by how bad it actually is. And even as Tache, quote, celebrated, unquote, Macedonia's Independence Day, he took time to attempt to, once again, frog march Macedonians into Prespa 2.0. We'll discuss all of this and more on this episode of the Macedonian Content Farmers Podcast. I'm Jason Miko, coming to you from the foot of Vodno Mountain in Skopje, Macedonia. And Svetin Shilimanov, also in the foot of Vodno Mountain. And we're here together. Wow. For a live episode of the live, Macedonian live Content recorded, Farmers yes. Podcast. Yeah, yeah, so anyway. Now the audience, uh, <laughs> the yeah, audience. I'll put it in the uh, background. <laughs> okay, yes, good. Edit it, it, it. Well, welcome to Macedonia, Jason. Thank you. Always great to be in Macedonia. As, as one of my friends says, uh, when I call him up, he says, welcome to the real world. Yeah. So, and <laughs> Away from that bubble you live there. Yeah, Disneyland. Well, actually, I don't live in, a, in Oral Valley, I don't live in a bubble. So they, I'm not on the left coast or the other left coast. I'm in flyover country, so uh, we're, we're in real America. So yeah, yeah. In a small town, exactly. like the song goes. Exactly. So, but, uh, so oh, how do you find us so far? Fantastic. Always great to, to, to come here. I can never, I'm usually here for two, two and a half weeks, and I can never possibly see everybody that I want to see. Mm-hmm. And of course, you can't just see somebody once, you have to see them at least twice. Course, and one of those times has to be a big dinner or a big lunch. Yeah. And there's only so many dinners and lunches you can fit into, you know. You can do brunch, you can fit in. Yeah, I, I do some breakfast, breakfast and brunch. Working and, breakfast. Yeah, so it's constantly <laughs> eating, not enough working out. Although I did do, speaking of Vodno, I did do a hike from the apartment where I'm staying up to Vodno and back the other day, 17 kilometers round trip. I will not be joining in <laughs> events. <laughs> that was a very good hike, and I hope to get a few more hikes in. But, you know, again, I've got friends in, in Bitola. As you know, I want to I want to introduce you to Kratovo, since you've never been to Kratovo. We might. We uh, might. Okay. No, no promises there. Okay. To the yeah, people so, of Kratovo. Yeah, the good people of Kratovo. So, <laughs> uh, just never enough time to do all the things that we would wish to do or to say. Therefore, the thing of it is to make the most of your time. So... Uh, that's a quote from Charles Dickens' uh, Christmas Carols, but anyway. Um, so yeah, so always great to be here and see what's going on. You know, I get my finger on the pulse, and as I told you before we started to record, I'm a little more hopeful this time, setting aside the question of... Inter-ethnic partition and coming that's war. Very, and yes, 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 setting aside that. Uh, let's put the gloom... Other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the play? Yeah, let's front-load the gloom this time. Exactly. Like, <laughs> at the end of the podcast. We'll end on a happy note. Um, 
So other than that, you know, again, and let's just kind of starting with, you know, we just celebrated 32 years of Macedonia's independence yesterday. And as I mentioned in the monologue, neither the government uh, or the U.S. ambassador, uh, you know, so uh, Aguilar says, proud to be your partners and allies, looking forward to continued cooperation for many years to come. Happy Independence Day. She adds it in Macedonian and Albanian, the Macedonian flag. Looks like a handshake thingy <laughs> emoji with the U.S. flag. And the picture is the, the Macedonian flag, Happy Independence Day, the seal of the United States of America, Skopje. Uh, and, you know, lots of pushback from people, if I can just see some of them. Uh, congratulations on whose independence. Yeah. <laughs> uh, please let us live in peace. Um, thanks, but no thanks. Uh, so, let's see. And uh, the horse, horse you rode in on. And the horse you rode in on, yes. Uh, when in America you write a greeting card in Spanish, i.e. Mexican, <laughs> yeah, then you can write in Albanian they, here. They uh, do, actually. <laughs> next year, Macedonia will congr congratulate you on the 4th of July, but we'll use the Spanish language. Uh, yeah. So anyway, point being, oh, thank you, former British colony. <laughs> I had to, I had to like that one. So yeah. um, mine was uh, like we are congratulating, uh, we are they're congratulating us on our independence day because we are definitely in, in, in independent independence. relationship exactly. to the United so, States and. Uh, but but yeah, so good to see pushback. I mean, they need it. No, yeah, she's, yeah, yeah. Actually, the funny thing is, this is, okay, a preview of things to come, of columns to write. I'm always thinking about these things. And as I was hiking up a little, you know, look down on all of Skopje and mm. beyond, etc. And, of course, I'm always looking at various buildings just to kind of yeah. pinpoint and see. And it's always fun to, to see some of the big ones. And I so I was like, where's the, where's Calais? Where's the U.S. Embassy? Uh, and I finally pinpointed and I said, it is so small. Really? And I thought, that's a metaphor. It's so small because the Americans inside it are so small. Mm. These are small, pathetic people trying to push around Macedonians, often getting away with it. But that's also because sometimes Macedonians allow them to get away with it. And here's an example where Macedonians are not allowing them to get away yeah. with it. So you know, she can bloviate all she wants, as do all U.S. ambassadors. But anyway, so that's a preview of, of things to come. So push back there, push back on the government side. Oh, the hopefulness, right. Um, you know, nobody uses the N-word, everybody says yeah. Macedonia, but I don't even think about it, it's just second nature. Uh, yeah, even Pendarovsky was in an interview and he said, I don't use it, I don't like to use it, I have to put it in the stationery or something, yeah. but I, I'm not using it personally, like, okay, but yeah, you're arresting people to impose it on the country and, uh, and uh, you know, you, we are only not using it and not obsessing with it because we now have much greater issues to discuss with France telling us there will be no dest final destination, you will have a relationship uh, much like you had with the EU under Gruevsky, like trade partner, no political influence over the EU, uh, free travel, free movement, free export, okay, but this is what we had mm -hmm. before we embarked on this decade-long road of uh, arrests, persecutions, infighting, uh, giving, the, you know, uh, ever giving away everything to the Albanians, mm -hmm. to the Greeks, etc. So, and, and then the Bulgarian dispute uh, on top of this, and we, we're not obsessing about the Greek demands only because they're temporarily <laughs> supplanted by something even greater and more divisive. Right. Right. Well, yeah, and I think, as, as I was talking with some friends the other day, you know, eventually I think Macedonia can get back to the point where it's officially used, Macedonia is just used within the country mm -hmm. as it was in the past, as it should be in the future. 
I don't know about the internationals, but anyway, that's down the road. Um, yeah, I'm sure under the next Vimera government, probably soon we will have some creative printer malfunction in every document where <laughs> you have to print this out. But, uh, printer, unquote, yeah, printer malfunction, quote unquote. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be very funny. I like that. I, that's, I mean, there's, yeah, there's always ways to be creative mm. and, and do that and to have fun with it while you're at it. Yeah. To, to frustrate the, uh, the colleagues of this world. But there were not much celebrations. We, yeah. we are, uh, we'll see this evening we play Italy, so we'll see how that works out. Oh, in... Um, in Skopje. In football. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. That's going to be interesting. And now is that part of qualifiers yeah, 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 yeah. the World the, Cup? Or? The uh, World, I think? I don't know. It's... I guess the World Cup, yeah. <laughs> uh, and um, there was uh, some gathering Kovacevsky organized. Uh, but it's part of his longer campaign to get uh, Vimera to vote in favor of the Bulgarian amendments. Mm -hmm. So he's doing rallies across the country, and uh, the message is the same. We, uh, this is the unique opportunity. They want to bring in Ukraine and Moldova, and we can sneak through being better prepared and not, yes, not as partitioned uh, or in war as uh, Ukraine and Moldova are. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, we could uh, join there, we could be part of this enlargement group, and, but uh, for this we need to accept this just one little demand from Bulgaria, and this is a unique opportunity. If you buy now, you get a set of statements. <laughs> it's literally what it sounds, literally what, what they sound like. And these are his rallies, and so his, his rally on the 8th was also something very similar to this, the same message. Uh, this will be a path not toward Bulgar Bulgarization, but toward Macedonization, because we will have, uh, uh, we will be able to travel freely, and will not have to take out Bulgarian passports to travel, and we will even get those who have a Bulgarian passport, we'll get them to bring them back, is his latest message. Uh, the Colored Revolution message was we will bring the youth back home, and now the message is we'll practically seize the Bulgarian passports from his wife, I guess, and everybody <laughs> else who has them, because there will be no more need for them. But uh, oh, this would be like the the guy who buys uh, the Staro Kupem guy. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's right. Yes, yeah, I remember that from. No, we leave it in the leave it in the background. In the end, yeah. So we have, we have the doors open and there's screen doors and, and so letting the fresh air in. Yeah, we'll know so. that you're really here. <laughs> I am. Yeah, exactly. Let's. As he comes by, we will break for yes, a moment yes, yes. to listen to him. Uh, the call of the... Uh, Starokupe, right? Starokupe. Right, yeah. So. Buying old stuff. That's right. Oh, translation. Yeah, funny. Anyway. Um, well, here's, here's a quote from, um, from uh, Dimitar. Uh, I'm going to read it. Now, this is the English translation. Um, uh, Today, we have the most real and unique opportunity for quick proce quick process of EU integration. Mm -hmm. I call on you tonight to unite over this goal. Let's not make concessions, but progress. Mm. Let's not leave anyone room to identify us in their own historical context because we have our history and language confirmed at a scientific and international level. Let's continue to self-affirm ourselves in the international family of nations and states sat equal among the democratic <laughs> countries. It sounds it sounds very Bolshevik. So Yeah, honest, yeah, the so. writers are not very... very They're still this. steeped in... Marxism, Leninism appears. And he lies a lot. He would say in these events, like, well, we tried it the other way and we had zero economic progress, zero integration. Not true. And it's ridiculous. Like, it's, it's ass on stilts. It's completely 
Say say what you want about Grevsky and his government and everything else, but but you want to talk about progress under the you know from 2006 when Vomrov was elected, there was real progress in in terms of uh, increasing uh, the ability of ordinary Macedonians to uh, create wealth, create jobs mm. by bringing in foreign direct investment, by encouraging domestic investment, by reaching out to European partners, world mm. partners around the world. I mean that was. That was progress, you know, and the numbers confirm it, statistics confirm it, but uh, the, these people say, yeah, so he's lying about that. There's, the, there's only one way, it's, it's always, there's only one way that we can do this, and it happens to be our way, and if you disagree with us, then you are against the European, Europeanization of Macedonia, and you're a traitor, and yada, yada, yada. Again, it's very Bolshevik. Um, they, had the, they got the president of the European Council, Charles Michel, to make a statement that, to give us the date. That's one mm. of the big news we have for this podcast, uh, he said 2030, and you know, a lot of caveats, we need to 2030 of what, what millennium? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, on one calendar, on the Mayan calendar. In Mayan calendar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's a big uh, concession from them. Immediately the European Commission said, wait, stop, we are not, uh, we have not signed on to this, we can't give a date, they need to be ready. But it, it was a very well-planned uh, campaign around this date by the government, but like a few hours before this big major victory for them, um, Macron came out and he said, listen, we'll be working on multi-speed Europe, which means closely integrated uh, region of uh, France, Germany, Belgium, the Benelux, maybe mm -hmm. Italy, probably not Italy, then a broader circle of countries, which like uh, Spain, Portugal, Italy, I guess, uh, Greece might even be further beyond, then the Eastern European grouping, and you know, uh, this will have different levels of political alignment, but a broad economic zone. And for us, and especially for Ukraine and Moldova, the plan is just to be part of the economic union, economic zone, not part of the political zone. And under this, we would not have a commissioner, no veto power. When you don't have veto power, you cannot tap the, the budget uh, mm -hmm. for development as much as Bulgaria, Romania, could, Croatia, etc. Then if Ukraine joins under this uh, uh, model, immediately Hungary, Poland will become net uh, contributors to the budget. Bulgaria, Romania, possibly. Mm. We might even be, but no, no, but the extent yeah. of devastation here. Yeah. You, you build it and right. the next morning the Russians uh, nuke it uh, right. and, and then you build it again. So it's possible that we will not even have. Uh, uh, even with the lack of veto power and with the addition of Ukraine, nobody's expecting like that money will freely flow, especially now that this government signed on all the infrastructure deals with Bechtel, which we pay for with our own money, not with the European money. Right. Because the EU can't give us money for a, a corrupt, no-bid uh, deal signed by Artan Grubi and the Albanian mafia here. So, uh, and... Uh, We'll, we'll be back to in the position that we were under Gruevsky, except with much extensive urbanization of the country. And uh, Kovacevsky goes out and says, no, you do not understand what Macron is saying. Multi-speed Europe does not mean this Europe of concentric circles. It means that if we are faster in integration, we will join faster than Serbia or Kosovo. Like, he's lying to his teeth about the meaning of this phrase. Mm -hmm. of, uh, right. Even like people like Borian's sister, is out and saying, uh, I've been in Brussels all my life. What Kovacevsky says, multi-speed Europe means, is not what it actually means. He's lying. Mm -hmm. 
He's lying almost at the level of Zayef. <laughs> oh. Now, how did, so going back and taking a look at the, um, the calendar. So we had the debate in Parliament about the amendments. Mm. They didn't get anywhere with that. So Parliament broke for a break. Yeah. Uh, against the rules. Against the rules. Yeah, I saw. I noticed that Jaffari said, "I don't have to do anything, basically." If we're being anal about it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, but the the goal from the government side is to pass these uh, these amendments by the end of the calendar year, or no, was it November? November. I November. Think, yeah. Okay. Okay. And then if that doesn't happen. Then, well, who knows? We'll Albania see. resumes yeah. succession talks. Yeah. We don't. But something major is happening now. This is the other right. big item uh, we have uh, in that uh, uh, two days ago, uh, three days ago, uh, the parliament convened mm -hmm. on another issue and passed it immediately under this fast track procedure that uh, nobody is objecting. Yes. Right. No, where you can't give amendments and block the process. Mm -hmm. And what they adopted is changes to the criminal code, mm -hmm. which reduce greatly the penalties for abuse of office to the point that uh, they can either, if you have a protracted trial, it can uh, reach statute of limitations and expire sooner. Mm -hmm. Or if you have already been sentenced, you can ask for, uh, to, for the prison term to be quashed. If it's under three years, I think, mm -hmm. you can ask to have it quashed into a suspended sentence, uh, so uh, this is very clearly, the way it was adopted is very clearly meant, uh, uh, it's giving away a, a statement that is part of some kind of a deal. It happened immediately after uh, uh, Gabriel Escobar was in Skopje and he had meetings with Vomero and with uh, the government. Hmm. So now the first interpretation which was immediately denied by Nikola Gruevsky, was that this is done to have uh, him, his people, released because most often their charges were abuse of office. Right. They would have, like, instead of six, five years prison term, 2.7, 2.6, uh, two years, <clears throat> six months. And then he can apply for a suspended sentence. He can apply for a retrial. We can have uh, Gordana Yankulovska out of prison, Milena Kievsky, who is currently in actual prison after spending years mm. and years in house arrest. It would not cover the protesters uh, of, on April 27th, mm -hmm. our Jan January Or 6th. January 6th. Yes, yes. <laughs> it will not cover them either. Yeah. Uh, but uh, this, uh, Gryevsky immediately came out, no deal, I'm not making a deal. Uh, they fear me after so many years, and he added, the last sentence was, and they have reason to fear. Mm. So that mm. was interesting. Yeah. Um, he, he did say different political groups are interested in this. So he was hinting at the Albanians, he's hinting at SDSM because they're outgoing, they're leaving, uh, they, they will likely lose elections, mm -hmm. and then that they are trying to make it easier on themselves when, they, when the shoe is in the other foot. Uh, so now, is Gryevsky part of this deal? Is it just being done for SDSM and the Albanians? Is Mitskovsky in on the deal? These are mm -hmm. all the speculations mm -hmm. that are coming out. Is it a repeat of Ljuba Bushkovsky? Mm. So remember when they, practically, he was released from The Hague with very clear support from the US Embassy, which previously wanted him arrested. Mm -hmm. He came to Macedonia and immediately started working with the embassy to try to weaken Gryevsky. The U.S. diplomats like to have like a nationalist party playing against Orban. Pit groups against each other, right? There is a nationalist yeah. party they pit against Vucic. Right. So, 
could it be now that they have a role, role for Grevsky planned out like this? Just just him returning to the country mm-hmm. uh, could be up with the wave of enthusiasm we can expect. Uh, so yeah, these are these are all the speculations that are out. The fact is so far that a move that uh, helps out that could help out a lot of the current, past, and future politic- political politicians who were charged with abuse of office uh, has been adopted. Mm. Now, what happens next? Does, would some members of parliament peel off and vote now in, in favor of the Bulgarian amendments? Mitskovsky would have to resign afterwards. He promised this, right. that if only one of them mm-hmm. peels off, that he will resign. Would it be like a delayed issue, like uh, we still post- have early elections, uh, Vomero wins, and then, uh, and then they vote in some capacity on this thing with the, this law in pocket? Uh, we'll see. Right. So, this, this, again, this, this law, which reduces penalties for quote-unquote abuse of office, has been passed by the parliament under the European flag process, which is expedited. Uh, is that going to be, can it be appealed, or does anybody want to appeal it? Pentarovsky signed it immediately. He signed to, it? Oh. Yeah, the, the I, saw, I actually saw calls yeah. for him from the colored revolutionaries yeah, not yeah. to sign it. So. Well, they were making the calls, he already had it signed. Wow, but, okay. Yeah, he said, yeah, I'm satisfied because it's actually tougher on the criminals. They will, they will have their property confiscated more easily. He had a cope, uh, something like that in the law. But, but yeah, this also, you know, right. made it look like there is some kind of a deal. Something afoot. Or at least ASDSM and Dewey are working to make it appear that there is a deal. Right. Uh, that uh, Vimera, so there are people, so the Vimera people are obviously quiet on this. They, they're not sure where this is going, honestly. Uh, the public commentators, ASDSM people are dismayed, those who try to still be principled, colored revolution, anti-corruption. So the true Bolsheviks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, yeah. Who, who are still haven't been hired by the government, so they like to put put on this facade, yeah. who still work in NGOs fighting corruption, mm-hmm. ostensibly. Uh, so they need, have to make, uh, like, uh, make face over this. And there's others who are in the government, they say, well, look, yeah, we'll see now that uh, Vemera will cave after this deal. You see there is Vemera is, uh, has been broken by the Americans and now they will accept this deal. This is part of the deal, but it doesn't sit very easily with the left, obviously. Mm-hmm. And uh, but we'll see how it's implemented and in which cases. Mm-hmm. And uh, were any test cases coming up that would apply, this would apply to? There was one just before the um, uh, just as it was passed. It was not signed yet. We had Igor Yanushov, uh, former transportation oh. official, charged with the purchase of the city buses. He was given a suspended sentence, but I think that was a pretty weak case anyway. Mm. He's part of the parliament and like part of, obviously part of Mitskovsky's group, not, not like a former uh, official who would be now out of the government. So he got, uh, that, that was also mentioned, like, okay, this is, here we have the penalties are collapsing, the, the, the trials are again collapsing after the U.S. insisted blacklists, we need to see arrests, we need to see uh, judges making tough prison, handing out tough prison sentences, and now this happens, the embassy is still quiet, the EU embassy says uh, we haven't had time to read it yet, Hmm. (laughs) so, um, (laughs) lame, something is afoot. Yeah, okay.
Well, and in the meantime, then, and as we alluded to in the monologue, you, you never know what, um, <laughs> um, you know, can bring down a government. And this, this oncology scandal mm. uh, seems to have captured the imagination of the public. And as I said in the monologue, people are really outraged, even those mm. that are, you know, used to the corruption and everything else. So, um, kind of take listeners through what the oncology scandal is about briefly and then we can go from there. Yeah, this is, uh, those who don't have experience in public health care, this is, these are the scare stories we would uh, hear and tell each other, but uh, now there is, for the first time, there is like a cr actual criminal case over this. So in short, the, 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 the way it works, the way the scandal works is that uh, doctors were either over-prescribing uh, chemotherapy drugs to mm -hmm. actual patients, mm -hmm. bringing relatives, friends to be pretend patients, diagnose them with fake cancer, and prescribe them uh, chemotherapy drugs, and then go and sell them at the black market, most frequently in Kosovo, which still does not have a fully functioning healthcare system. Uh, or the worst iteration of this scandal would be where, uh, and this is apparently what they're investigating, where you have an actual cancer patient, you tell him or her that they're given the drug and you inject him with something, mm -hmm. but you inject him with a saline solution or whatever. Placebo. Yeah. yeah. And then you keep the actual vial and wow. then you sell wow. the vial. Well, people will literally die over that. One of the people, there was one uh, protest and people on social media, in one instance, the family said our mother died while attending chemo and our suspicion is in, in that after one of the rounds of chemo, her hair didn't fall off. Mm, mm. So in yeah, the other cases, it would fall. Yeah. And in this case, she did not have the symptoms of right. having chemo. Wow. Wow. So the police uh, barged in the apartment of the previous director of the oncology clinic. Under the model which Gravesky introduced, we have when he would have to give a clinic to the Albanian party, he would he appointed like a deputy director. So one is like a medical person, the other is an economist. This is the large central clinic in Skopje, and it has subclinics like the cardiology, like gastro, like mm -hmm. oncology. So they all have two directors. So um, the medical director is a Macedonian, is the SM guy. His house was raided. The, his deputy is Albanian from Dui. His, uh, in his case, this is the, uh, he had his mother enrolled in the clinic, like, mm -hmm. you know, like uh, admitted to the mm -hmm. clinic during COVID. He says, no, no, she did not have cancer. So I was in the clinic. Uh, well, uh, you know, it was COVID and uh, I wanted, we wanted to keep an eye on her and uh, other hospitals were admitting COVID patients as well. I can't say if she did have COVID where you brought a COVID patient in, in a ward with cancer patients. In the oncology clinic, right? Yeah, yeah, no, we don't know if she had COVID, but uh, we admitted her. Okay, did you give her chemo, at least on paper? Uh, if she received some, then it was the medic, my colleague, the medical doctor, medical director, who would have admitted it. I wouldn't know. I've just, I've only met my mother. I've only seen her on television, only met her <laughs> recently. Wouldn't know. Uh, didn't talk about whether she has cancer. I, I'm, wow. The joke here is, I was, 
so Milupodrum is the expression here when Albanians. I, I know nothing about the drugs, about the, uh, insurgency. I was in the basement all the time. I, I know nothing. This is his actual. They're throwing each other under the bus. Right. Um, we had these scandals before, like it was reported in 2008 that this was being investigated, but in a uh, in a form that uh, so the the head of the clinic was uh, I keep forgetting the exact was she the mistress of Philip Chen? He was some kind of an official bag. There were some. So the story was that she was over ordering uh, like ridiculous amounts of chemo like uh, something that would actually kill mm -hmm. you if you take it, like mm -hmm. three, triple, quadruple on a patient. And then uh, hopefully, you know, you get the one vial which you need and then they just make criminal profits on the rest. Mm -hmm. um, but there were no arrests made then. Uh, this is the first time that this is being uh, investigated. There was this other major case uh, back then when we started realizing what's happening, when the stent, the heart stents were still very expensive. Mm -hmm. And uh, Silvana Buneva's husband went through this. He had heart issue. He had a stent implanted. Mm -hmm. He was talked through the procedure with light anesthesia. Here it is. It's going. Whoop, there it is. Now you're fixed. Uh, the doctor would tell him. And then uh, he still has the problems. He goes to another cardiologist. And he tells him. There's no stent. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you're still like 90% blocked here. And uh, then they take the plastic uh, tube and sell it in Kosovo. And actually, go the doctor goes to Kosovo and installs it in a paying patient, wow. not in the not in the state healthcare. Yeah. Wow. Oh. Any idea how long this has been going on? Uh, we had this first reported in two thousand eight. Hmm. This instance with over or ordering excessive amounts. Now mm -hmm. they can catch you if you prescribe triple, quadruple amount to one patient. Mm -hmm then you have to figure find a, a fake patient but then if somebody investigates they can catch you obviously um they can go to the patient and check out if he has any i'm sure that cancel with some kind of trace right mm -hmm. so probably you know the way it works probably the easiest way to get get away with it is to fake is the most evil one is to fake right uh inject a patient right from a technical point of view, mm -hmm. then the patient can say, well, uh, again, I, I suppose you can check the patient if he has traces of uh, chemo in him, but mm -hmm. uh, if it's gone a while, and especially if the evidence is buried after mm -hmm. a year or half a year, then uh, probably the easiest way to steal this is the, is the evilest one. Now, of course, the, the EU and the US embassies are always Quick to jump on scandals mm -hmm. that involves uh, Vumro, but um, I assume they're I assume they're being very vocal and talking yes, loudly about yes, this. Of course, of course, of course. <laughs> Not a word. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We uh, we have. I mean, we were. Uh, it's possible. It's political because you know Zaev was. I mean, the the fact that it's being investigated is political. Mm -hmm. Zaev has been uh, making. So if we are on one hand keeping an eye on Gruevsky, if he tries to challenge. Mitskovsky, mm -hmm. uh, and the rumors are that he may make a deal and that at least uh, the government is offering him a deal. Um, there were rumors that Artan Grubi went to Budapest, that Mila Zicevic, uh, Kovacevsky's uh, intelligence chief, went to, and secretary general of the party went to Budapest. Uh, on the other hand, Zayev is much more openly 
offering a deal on uh, to Mitskovsky mm -hmm. to bring down SDSM to to divide the SDSM before the elections, and then uh, hopefully you know have Zaya for somebody friendly to him elected president. Uh, he would get the pardons. He would get all these sorts of things, and then. Um, uh, Zayev would in exchange help Bumera, led by Mitskovsky, win the general elections. Mm -hmm. So uh, the most likely candidate for a president would then be uh, Filip Che, mm. because you know he had like this competence aura during the COVID period. But then he was hit. You know he had the hospital fire mm. that killed uh, 14 people, and especially they were Albanians. So this is uh, something essential for an SDSM candidate to win. Especially if he would try to challenge, let's say, Pendarovsky is nominated by Kovacevsky, and then Vimera boycotts the elections because that's one of the options they have been announcing. Hmm. Uh, and then maybe Zayev nominates Filipcha. Right. And then Vimera secretly helped uh, Filipcha win the second round of the elections, defeats the candidate of the, uh, the official SDSM candidate, and then they split the SDSM party. Um, so now he's hit by the fact that he built a, a hospital out of straw, which burned down and killed 14 Albanians. And uh, now he has this oncology scandal. It's uh, very difficult to imagine that, uh, you know, he was not, if there is a serious investigation into this, that it would not lead to Filip Cech, who has since, during, even during his term, he's been building villas on Vodno. So he has I've seen it. Yeah. huge unregistered wealth mm -hmm. that, can be seized, etc. So this is probably uh, infighting between SDSM, the fact that an SDSM doctor was raided for a really, really ugly scandal so close before the elections. Uh, it's, it's, it's interesting that there's, kind of taking a step back here, there's um, lots of infighting and factionalism within Sarasa, um not so much, at least on the surface, and mm. with Vomero, but there are problems there, obviously. Uh, we should admit those. And then to go across the ocean back to my country and look at the problems mm. within the Republican Party and the Democrat Party. Uh, I, I don't call them the Democratic Party because mm. there's nothing democratic about them. The Democrat Party uh, and the, the doddering old fool that we have for a president mm. and his cackling hyena for a vice president. And then Trump with his scandals, and then the, the, uh, this, the, you know, the 10 or 12 others that are running mm. for, for uh, the Republican nomination. And it's just kind of, it, it's fascinating. And then to dial it back even further and, and go up further for that 30,000 foot, 10,000 meter perspective of, of looking at the state of, to use shorthand, democracies uh, on the planet and how... Um, they don't seem to be doing so well, in my opinion. <laughs> you think? Yeah, exactly. So, uh, and that's that's not an indictment of the ideal, you know. It's an or an endorsement of the Russian invasion. <laughs> Cover our asses here. Uh, yeah, it's not an indictment of the ideal, but it is an indictment of well, people, I guess. Um, mm. You know, and and as. Uh, you know, are there any leaders anywhere anymore? It just, just seems to be bereft. Uh, yeah, it's really, really bad. In these countries. So, um, so on elections, though, uh, since we were talking about that, again, and I know we 
it's been a while since we did our last podcast. Um, we have presidential and parliamentary elections next year, regardless. Or this year. <laughs> or this year, yeah. Uh, if they're early elections. If they're early elections, right. And But if not, then the presidential and prime and parliamentary would be together or technically they should be we should first have presidential right. elections and then general elections this is why SDSM is insisting on separate elections they hope that their candidate will win the presidential with the Albanian vote they will have a de facto coalition for the presidential election and hope that they will then be able to carry this coalition into the general elections Vemera mm -hmm. wants them to have to have them at the same time they say to avoid the costs but right. uh, that's why Vimura have been saying they may boycott. That's why we may have this option of SDSM running uh, a second SDSM candidate showing up and then Vimura secretly supporting him to just to mess with the SDSM party, which why wouldn't you want to do it? Why right. wouldn't you split them further, make them fight between each other? Right. But uh, Vimura has been insisting on early general elections part of any kind of deal on the Bulgarian issue would be mm. early general elections. Mm. Maybe even then Pendarovsky could be kindly asked to resign sooner and then have uh, put the elections, uh, lump them together. Um, of course, if he resigns, you still have to have a president. So who technically becomes president? We, would, we could technically, theoretically have uh, all Jaffiri. Albanian leadership. Jaffiri would be become president. Active I think, president. I think in any case, he becomes active president for a while. Wow. We know Savo Klimovsky, the law professor, he was Speaker of Parliament. He would always say, when I was president, <laughs> wait, Savo, no, but for the, this week, uh, <laughs> I had a week. Uh, and, and what uh, did you accomplish during your term <laughs> of a week? <laughs> and then, uh, and then uh, is this, um, are still technically have made a promise to Dewey that they will have an Albanian prime minister 100 Last days before days, elections. Right. So technically, we could have an all Albanian leadership trio or duo holding the three positions, Jafiri holding speaker and president of the country, and another Albanian holding prime ministership. Wait, now with the speaker, this, if the speaker becomes acting president, does this does he still retain his position yeah, as speaker? I think so, yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay, interesting. I would think you'd have to step aside from that and then you'd have a new speaker. Yeah, so, no, no, we're fine. We're, we're good, we're good. This is, this is getting into the weeds of constitutional structure of the country. Which How's your speaker doing? Wait, is Mitch still a speaker of something? No, 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 he's the minority oh, leader he's the minority. The Senate. Oh, right. So the speaker is Kevin McCarthy, oh, okay, the Republican, yeah. so he's not. by the slimmest majority. He's still functional, yeah. Exactly, so <laughs> although he is third in line for the presidency, so okay, you have the president, the vice president, then the speaker. So if, unfortunately, something should unfortunately happen mm. to the, president, the current president and vice president, then, yeah. uh, then Kevin McCarthy becomes the when this. Michael Obama become president. <laughs> the first no. cross-dresser. Oh, let's not even go there. Um, yeah, that's going to be fun. Yeah, yeah, we got to... Yeah, it's, uh, yes, we're, yeah, we're, we're but, both about ready to enter the silly yeah. season of non-stop electioneering. You don't think that the screenwriters of this show have clued in a, 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 a segment when... Uh, Trump will be give, making transgender jokes uh, aimed at Michael Obama. <laughs> you don't. You think you, you really think we're not going to do that? Probably, yeah. Given, given how bombastic he is, yeah, yeah. Really so yeah, exactly. So anyway, we'll uh, we'll wait and see. Uh, 
what else we have to catch up on here? So we're at the end of summer, beginning of September. Celebrated Independence Day yesterday. Um, you know, it's kind of it's traditional end of summer for Macedonians mm -hmm. as well. Uh, even though school starts on the first of September, uh, then you've got this holiday a few yeah. days later. So it's a short week, school week for the kids. Are they getting their proper textbooks this year? Uh, about a third of the textbooks are missing in the <laughs> elementary education. Uh, the contract is given to an Albanian company. Naturally. Do, do you give it to an Albanian company? They don't. I, I'm sure they pocketed the money, but they're not uh, providing the Producing stuff. Producing the textbooks, yeah. And also there's the issue of do we rewrite them and how soon? Mm. And some stuff has been agreed with Bulgaria and Bulgaria. <laughs> like this funny development we have where they keep telling us there are no new demands if you accept this <laughs> demand. But that's why, because that's the, the reason is because there is a very long list of old demands which uh, the SDSM government has not met yet. Right. One of them is that we rewrite the textbooks. Sections have been agreed uh, that Samuel is a Bulgarian king, that uh, uh, Kirill and Metodi are Bulgarian, have been helped by the Bulgarian state kingdom on their historic mission. So it's everything ha it needs to have, you know, the Bulgarian history infused in, mm -hmm. and the government is not printing the books. Mm. So, but, but other books are missing as well. So it's part incompetence, part uh, uh, over-promising, under-delivering. Mm -hmm which obviously Bulgarians are now super angry about because, you know, we had a deal, mm. we shook on it with, uh, <laughs> you shook on it with Zayev. <laughs> did he, uh, did you find him trustworthy looking? <laughs> did you think he would deliver? <laughs> so that's the, but yeah, I mean, if we uh, make a deal with them, it will be about implementation and uh, whether, uh, do we admit the Bulgarians in the constitution? How do we delay it? In what capacity? What guarantees mm -hmm. will the EU give us? Mm -hmm. If we do this, that there will be no more blockades. There are lots of things that Vimera can, can pass off as a victory. You know, maybe maybe opening up of some cultural club in Bulgaria, um, something that could uh, then they pass off as a victory and uh, vote for this thing. Mm -hmm. Ideally, in their calculation, after they win the elections and have, have solid majority. Right. Mm. If they uh, have a solid majority. Yeah. yeah. If the embassy allows them to have. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like with the, you know, back on the Bulgarian demands, it's like free beer tomorrow. If you go in, there's a sign <laughs> yeah, that says free beer tomorrow. You go in tomorrow, it still says free beer tomorrow. It's, <laughs> it's not achievable. So yeah. it's just kind of, there will always be these demands, despite what... Pablo, sorry, Gabriel Escobar said when he was here that the, the foreign minister of Bulgaria promised me, gave me her, her word? It's word. She's a girl, yeah. She, she's, she's, a she's, a, she's, a, she's a girl? Oh, she's, she's, yeah, she's from Pirin, yes. Oh, interesting. And yeah, we, we're waiting to yeah. see. Maybe they, maybe they may actually be softer on the issue. I mean, Is their government stable? I know they, they had five elections in uh, two years and finally cobbled together a government, but even I see rumors still that it's still shaky, kind of like the Israeli government. We had some major protests over domestic abuse, which turned political, uh, then uh, I think, I, I guess, uh, you know, how solidly Borisov holds things from the, the back, mm. or if the foreign minister who is from his party, but is a European creature of the EU, not uh, not of domestic politics, if she will try to uh, shite him and uh, <laughs> um, then they might become unstable. The urban elitist uh, party that was recently formed and 
which is the other coalition partner. They are un, uneasy of being allied with, uh, but it's okay. I think it's there's mm -hmm. no much. Mm -hmm. I don't see much. Uh, mm -hmm. There are some kill, attempt, uh, murders of mafia people, attempted murder of the head of the prosecution, who is apparently turning against Borisov to save his skin. So a lot of. Uh, Ugly development. I, yeah, I did notice that. It's, Bulgaria seems to be going back to the battle days of yeah. the nineties when they would, in the aughts when they would just yeah. outright kill people. Of course, if you look at the, uh, it's interesting to see Balkan Insight, who you know, yeah, yeah, of, some of our favorite our favorite lefties are mm. over there. Uh, they actually did a good reported reportage yeah. <clears throat> piece on the brazen crime in Macedonia, yeah. uh, focusing, frankly, because that's probably where most of it is, on the ethnic Albanians yeah. literally killing each other. Uh, mostly over the drug trade. Yeah. Um, there was a shooting in uh, yeah. Eastgate Mall, the biggest mall. Really? Yeah, uh, an Albanian when? gang tried to whack a Macedonian guy. Uh -huh. uh, when was this? Uh, three weeks ago. I must have missed like in the basement, like when yeah. it's crowded, you know, kids go there, like yeah. I go there, people like sh proper shootout, and then wow. they fled to Grčec, which is the one of the lawless regions around Skopje, wow. the drug center. Wow. Yeah, it's, I mean, you know, crime, I, I know I've, we've talked about this before and I've mentioned it in my columns before over mm -hmm. the past five, six years, crime, crime in general, but now these brazen mafia-style mm -hmm. shootouts are just, uh, seem to be increasing. Albanian mafia controls the drugs and now they control way, way more than their fair share of government, mm. like 50% uh, right. on paper, even more considering the importance of departments they're getting, like they never held finance ministry, they would never... Uh, be put in charge of this highway contract under Gurevsky, like mm -hmm. giving the Alba Albanian mafia the right to two, two billion uh, euros or dollars, whatever, in, in construction, in infrastructure deals like that. Right. It's huge. Right. Well, <laughs> again, something to um, be aware of and monitor. Yeah. <laughs> well. Also to be aware of, uh, do we dare leave the apartment yet? Uh, Let's check Ginter's uh, Twitter account, if which part of city he is in. And oh, our favorite gadfly, yes, Ginter. What's his last name? Uh, Ferlinger. Ah, yes. Let's see. Here we got He's it. in Skopje, and I'm not. I'm either going straight to my car and driving to a certain destination, or double checking where he is. How do you spell his name? Uh, G U N T H E R. I guess. Okay. Um, he started following me, by the way. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. Uh, oh, there he is. Okay. Let's see here. Oh, yeah, it's our favorite gadfly. Uh, Gunther Fellinger. Uh, <laughs> Austrian, yeah. So. Just just scroll and see where, where, what part of the city is making <laughs> selfies in right now. Uh, oh, dear. He's, man, he's, he's posting fast and furious this morning. <laughs> so. My goodness, he's, he's on an India kick right now, so... Um, he wants uh, it partitioned with uh, Pakistan? Oh, there's something. Uh, oh. Oh, he's at the airport? No, oh, no. No, 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 that's, that's, that's Air Force One there. Yeah. He's a picture of uh, some, some India kick. This is strange. <laughs> uh, well, they're part of the BRICS. Right, that's true, yeah. Wait, when when it comes to demolishing South Africa, you think he's gonna go the Boer angle? He's gonna <laughs> he's gonna go bring back apartheid angle, or 
Uh, I don't know. Oh, well, actually, 15 hours ago, I love Vienna. So many good events to promote NATO here in the hub of neutral Austria. Uh, oh, I am a dagger in the heart of neutral Vienna. What a strange man. It so, could be a ruse, but let's assume that he's out of Skopje by now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you never know. So Should be safe to go out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there he is. Uh, with the, oh, no, he did use the N-word in this tweet. So oh, Did he? Yeah, celebrating the independence of European NATO ally, you know. <laughs> The, the uh, both N-words. Exactly. So, uh, it's very interesting, you know, when uh, he will call for the partition of South Africa, an Austrian doing this. It, it could go south really badly, just, <laughs> real it's, quick. It's just really a character. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think, I think the, uh, it's, it's safe to leave the apartment. Okay. Good, the, good, so, good, good. Anyway. Good to know. I have errands to run. Yes. So, yeah, I got people to see and all kinds of stuff to do. So, um, anyway. Well, it's good to catch up with you in person. Yes, so, yes. Uh, uh, it's always fun. Um, I don't know if we can get another one of these in before I leave, but uh, mm. now that everybody knows I'm here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ginter included. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. There we go. All right. Yeah. I think that's the signal. I'm so. sure it was called for. <laughs> <laughs> Time's up. So. Yeah. Okay, well, right. it was actually pretty chirpy. It was. We, we yeah. have. That's good. Gravsky's return to look forward. <laughs> exactly. Possibly. So. Possible return. Possible triumphant return. So. You may have to extend your stay in, yeah, in that well, case. I'm always looking to figure out how to come back more often and stay for longer because I need to. So We may have to. Uh, we, we may need you for the coming... Uh, what we, what we're going to call it? Uh, what kind of rule will... Do, uh, triumvirate or... Uh, 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 Directorate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What historic so. term do we go with? <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we got some time to figure it out. So, all right, good catching up with you. Yeah. Till then. Yep. Take care, guys. Take care. Bye.